Thank you for joining me today at this magnificent obsession. We began last week, or rather we ended last week, with a quotation from Marcus Tullius Cicero. Let me give it to you. It is a crime to bind a Roman citizen. To scourge him is a wickedness. To put him to death is almost parricide. What shall I say of crucifying him? So guilty an action cannot by any possibility be adequately expressed by any name bad enough for it. It was unimaginable that any person will die on the cross, even common criminals, talk less of the, of the Son of God, of God in the flesh. The disciples thought it was a bad day. The religious elites, the political elites thought it was a great day. Satan thought it was a great day. They were all wrong. They were all wrong. It was the greatest day in the mind of God because it paved the way for Father God to be called Father for the first time. I can imagine the moment on the upper room on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit broke through the barrier of time, sound, and space. They heard the sound of a mighty rushing wind. They had nothing to compare that sound to. We had not invented atom bombs at that point. So it was a sound of a mighty rushing wind. There appeared to them cloven tongues of fire and they began to speak in tongues. The church of Jesus was born. All of the old covenant was completely annulled and made irrelevant and obsolete. And for the first time, the spirits of man received an injection of the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God came to live in the Spirit of man. In fact, I will show you in future teachings, the Spirit of God came to live in the body of man. Last time we told you, Jesus died twice on that cross. First, he died spiritually. Then, he died physically. When he died spiritually, Satan thought he had become master. When he died physically, his spirit was dragged into the lowest parts of hell. How do I know that? Ephesians chapter 4. Who is it that ascended? But he that descended first to the lowest part of hell, that he might be all in all. The sufferings, the mockery, the humiliation that the Son of Man endured on the cross was nothing like the suffering and the humiliation he endured in the bottom, bottomless parts of hell. Just to refresh your mind, they made a crown of thorns and they hammered it into his skull and blood gushed out. The scourging was the cruelest thing you've ever seen in your life. He was tied to a pillar, so he was immovable. And there were two Roman soldiers with something called cat o nine tails. I think we call it now local parlance, shambok, but with seven heads. Each head lined with glass, shards of glass, nails, broken bones, sharp bones. And every time a, this whip landed on his body, 
the metal, the bones, the glass sank into his flesh and tore out his muscles, his tendons, his arteries and veins, knocking out teeth, knocking out eyes, intestines exposed. 39 times, 40 times. By the time they were through, he was not human. He would have passed out many, many, many times and, and over. And then he was forced to carry that cross on that path to Golgotha, the place of the cross. And when he was on that cross and he had become completely dehydrated, he screamed out in pain, I'm thirsty. They brought him something to numb the pain. Once he had tasted it, and he had tasted the bitterness of it, he rejected it. He wanted to take the full force of the pain for you. My beloved friend, would you allow this suffering to go on in vain? Would you allow God to endure this kind of suffering for you? I pray that the death the burial, the resurrection, the ascension, and the intercession, and the advocacy of Jesus on the right hand of the Father right now for you will never be in vain. You see, when Satan got to, when, when Jesus got to hell, Satan and his host did not know that this was God in the flesh. They thought it was the Son of God. They thought it was a great prophet. It was God himself. How do I know that? 2 Timothy 3.16 Great is the mystery of godliness. The preceding verses say, the mystery of iniquity is already at work in the world. But the mystery of godliness is great. What do you mean, Paul? He says, God was manifested in the flesh. God was manifested in the flesh. God was preached in the world. God was believed in the world. God was taken up into glory. You see, God takes the crafty in their craftiness. God takes those who think they are smart. The Bible says those who think they are smart, God shows himself shrewd. What God did to Satan is God used his own crookedness and cunning on him he came wrapped in the body of an infant mary's baby helpless and numb looking as a human being but when jesus got into the lowest part of hell he finally reached for that mask he's been wearing all this while that human mask he took off that mask and satan for the first time realized I have crucified the Lord of glory. In the shock of that experience, the keys of hell, the keys of death, the keys of the grave fell out of the hands of Satan. And so Jesus said, I'm he that was dead and now I'm alive forevermore and I have the keys of hell, I have the keys of death, I have the keys of the grave. And he gave those keys to the church. Finally, man has now become masters of demons. Master over Satan. Master over sin. 
master over disease. The day that was meant to be the worst day in history actually was the greatest day in history. Until next time, Christ be with you, grace be with you. Thank you for watching Magnificent Obsession. Remember, the creator of the universe wants to have a vibrant relationship with you. Find out how. WhatsApp or Telegram. Plus two seven eight one three zero zero six six three three. To become a remnant warrior, visit www.alugeorgeministries.global or send an email to admin at Thank you for watching 